I never saw you leave And it was late at night I could be wrong But I know that you have never been right Someone said you vanished But he was cooked I'm sure there were some details that he overlooked So get specific Give me time all right, welcome in, welcome back. Next up on the interview slate, we have none other than four-time AUS All-Star, East-West Bowler, second-team All-Canadian, the monster from Mount A, Daniel Bell, Connor's personal favorite, joining the show. <laughs> All right, how's it going, man? Welcome in, welcome, uh, welcome to the podcast. Appreciate you joining us tonight. Uh, How's it going? How's combine training? Yeah, good to be here. Um, yeah, obviously combine training, it's a grind in itself. Uh, anyone that goes through the process probably uh, would all say the same, but uh, enjoying it nonetheless. Uh, just trying to stay healthy at this point. Obviously, it's a lot of uh, volume, a lot of running, a lot of weightlifting. Um, so just staying the course, uh, trying to stay healthy, uh, make sure I'm getting good recovery in. Um, but other than that, yeah, I'm feeling great. Good, good. Glad to hear that. Uh, off air a little bit, we were talking about it. You said you were getting some uh, some tips from former teammate of yours, Lucas Cormier, who was a, a selection by the Ottawa Red Blacks. What, uh, what, what types of things, what type of knowledge has he been trying to pass on to you? What have you learned from him as you've kind of, you know, gone into this combine process? Yeah, uh, I've learned I've learned a lot from Lucas. Just talked to him just uh, since he's been back to Sackville for the last couple of months. Um, anywhere from just like how he went through his uh, combine training, which made him uh, he was able to put up some great numbers last year. So I've just been getting some tips in that front, um, and then just asking him about just the CFL in general, uh, what it's like, what's the team atmosphere like, uh, just some things to prepare for for myself, um, just like scheme wise. Um, so yeah, I've been able to get some tips just from a training aspect and then just also just being on a, a CFL team. So it, it's been good, but, uh, it's been a, a large range of questions I've been asking him and he's been very helpful in answering them. Have you, have you begun, or I guess began to start thinking about some of the questions that might come at you at the combine? Like how, how would you respond if a team asked you about a certain scheme or, uh, or is it mostly physical prep and just kind of knowing that you as a person are going to be strong enough to kind of carry yourself in those interviews and and represent yourself the way you want? Yeah, so um, right now it's just more physical prep, um, but definitely like a month out, maybe a couple of weeks out, uh, just going to start looking into uh, some old interviews or just, again, talking to Lucas um, and getting a feel for the types of questions he was asked during his interviews. And just start kind of mentally preparing, just kind of by myself, um, kind of my responses, my answers. Um, but yeah, as of right now, it's just mostly all physical prep. Maybe not on the same stage, but similar caliber. You participated in the the East West Bowl last. Um, what is it, May? The East West yeah. Bowl is yeah. May. Last you you participated in the East West Bowl last May. What? What can you take away from from that process that's going to help you going into the combine? Because it is another one of these events where you're going to have to go against, you know, some of the, the best across the country and some of the best from, you know, south of south of the border as well. Yeah, I think East West was really good in terms of just um, 
being able to see the, the other competition uh, in Canada, because uh, obviously even just from AUS, you're just limited to, you're only playing against uh, four other AUS schools. So I think the East West is a, like a big, big thing just to go into and just see the other competition um, around the league uh, and then just throughout U sports. So I think that's going to be good just going into the combine. No one I've seen probably a lot of these guys from East West, obviously with some new, new faces that I haven't seen before, but I think just uh, knowing where I kind of put myself at East West, I think is going to be, be helpful for when I uh, go to the combine in March. Now, we were really impressed seeing you at the East West Bowl last year. Like you, you look on, on your roster says 215, then you see you in person. You're like, no, <laughs> he's, he's much bigger, but still you move much more fluidly in person than even you look on tape. Uh, what kind of, I guess, prep and training, would you kind of credit that to? Has that been something you've worked hard to, to achieve or is it how it's been natural for you to be so fluid in your, in your motions? Yeah, that, that's actually an interesting question. I think the biggest thing I would say is I'm, I've been a huge multi-sport athlete my whole life. Um, like I played hockey, basketball, rugby, uh, cross country all the way up, like right until grade 12. And I find just the different movements and mechanics in some of those sports um, just really translate the just the football um, and just being able to be an athlete and be athletic. Um, and then just like my size, yeah, I've all, I have a – very long frame, as you probably were able to see. And I just find weight distribution and all. I've just been able to carry it very well. Um, so in terms of just like multi-sport athlete, um, and then also my training, I try to be uh, multifunctional and just make sure uh, just not training like a bodybuilder, but training to be an athlete, training to be a football player, uh, and just making sure even when I'm in the gym, I'm moving well. Um, so, yeah. Has uh, has it? Pardon me. Has it been mostly training with the team, or have you picked up uh, an extra trainer on the side as well? Yeah, I picked up uh, uh, an extra trainer on the side. Uh, his Instagram is Coach Bold. If anyone wants to check him out, but he, he's helped me over the last uh, like three or so years, um, just get me functionally correct and then uh, get me big and strong. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say you're. Your size is in and frame is obviously going to be one of these things that's going to be hard to hide at the combine. But what's something else that you're looking to show off approaching the combine? Like, is it your footwork and the fluidity of your hips and your brakes? Is it your strength? What What's something that uh, you're trying to show everybody at the combine? Yeah, I think kind of just what we mentioned before, um, just how well I'm able to move at the size I, I am at. I think uh, that's one thing I'm really looking for, just to show uh, scouts and coaches. Um, and then just being able to show off my versatility. So with Mountain A, uh, especially when Lucas was there for the past four or five years, we were playing with a two-safety uh, look where one of us is rolling down into the box and playing as a linebacker, uh, and the other one's kind of covering the deep third, deep half, and then like vice versa. Sometimes we both be high. Sometimes we're both rolling down in the box. So just being able to show – uh, teams that I'm able to play, I can play safety. Uh, I can play down the box and just show off my versatility. Um, and then, uh, obviously show off what I can do on specials as well. That was, that's a good point you've made about playing into the box. Uh, we see a lot of safeties in the CFL draft that kind of get moved to play more will, especially in the CFL with it being such a wide field and the hashes now, um, 
what is your comfort level if a team said, look, we want you to go work out at linebacker as well when you're at the combine, and that's potentially where we see you fitting on our roster? Yeah, uh, extremely comfortable. Again, with Mount A, I've probably played in the box. Uh, not quite half, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was a third of the game I was playing down in the box. Um, and even just this past season, I moved the Sam for two or three games. So my my reps in the box are are a lot more than maybe your your average safety, just the way with our scheme was and uh, with the bodies we had with with me and Lucas. So um, very comfortable being able to read the run in the box, pullers, or drop back in the coverage as uh, I am a primary DB. So. Yeah, very, very comfortable. The uh, the tape doesn't lie. You are extremely comfortable playing DB, but uh, talk to us about your time at Mount A, because, I mean, four-time AUS All-Star. You just walked in and started making plays and owning the Maritimes. <laughs> yeah, they don't, it just uh, it worked out really well for me, I think. Uh, obviously, again, uh, we bring it up often, but even my size coming into my first year, I was still very similar height, maybe – half an inch shorter and I still was uh, a fairly good weight uh, I've always been a big gym guy my whole life so even through high school was working really hard in the gym so I think the size discrepancy coming into my first year that a lot of rookies experience uh, didn't really like wasn't a problem for me so I was just able to come in and uh, kind of show off my my aggressiveness and my physicality right off the bat um, and then, yeah, that the rest, I just credit to me just being a, being able to be a natural football player, uh, got on the field making plays. And then, of course, I got to just, like, uh, thank my coaches for just the great job they've done, um, putting me in the position to be successful, uh, the scheme and everything, the IQ they've taught me, just putting me in the right place at the right time. And then also just my teammates. I uh, played with a lot of great teammates, uh, just guys you would know, like Luke Scormay, Reese Martin, uh, just and when everyone's doing their well one twelfth on the defense, it allows for other guys to make plays. So, absolutely. All right. Uh, before we keep going here, we got to take a pause. The black jerseys that you guys rock at Mount A. Yeah, yeah. Favorite kit by far or no? Yeah, they they go pretty hard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the only disadvantage is we usually play them early. Like we usually wear them. Because it's dedicated to uh, to a teammate of ours yep. or a past teammate that uh, a lot of alumni played with that passed away. So they got those jerseys for him. So it's we only get to wear them for one game. So it's always uh, it's always cool to wear those for that one game. But also it's in the beginning of the year when it's like also like extremely <laughs> hot out. So like I just remember like like this year that just passed um, when we wore them. It was like. Probably felt like plus 30, sunbeam and no clouds, and we're wearing black pants, black jersey, and all black <laughs> swag. And I'm just like, oh, this is a new level of, of heat. But no, they, they look pretty they look pretty sick. Uh, just to kind of broaden the lens here a little bit and, and talk about, you know, the AUS and maritime football as a whole, just talk about the the passion that exists out there. Because we say it on the podcast all the time, like we – we do love AUS football and, and, you know, maritime football, but we do think because it is a, it's a little bit of a smaller conference. It doesn't get the love that maybe it deserves all the time. So just speak to, if you could just speak to, uh, you know, the, the vibe of, of maritime football out there, because it is, uh, there, there is some pretty loud games. 
yeah, the I mean, everyone in the AUS, like anyone that plays football on any team, takes it very seriously. Um, unlike any other youth sports uh, football league. Um, and then, yeah, to the the lack of hype that the U.S. might get from the rest of Canada, I just say just look at the draft and just look at the guys that we're able to produce every year. It seems every year we're putting two or three guys within the first 20 picks of the CFL draft and uh, a lot of the, the other guys around the around the country are just like, oh, we didn't even know about this guy. So, yeah, I'd say obviously we know in the U.S. how seriously we take it and how competitive and uh, how special like the rivalries are in our league. And then uh, and then we're just like really just everyone. Everyone's proud for each other when uh, someone has a good draft pick on another team or like for ourselves. Last year, we had Lucas go very high uh, just the start of the second round and then Reese. Uh, just went so yeah just awesome uh all right let's talk about you personally off the field daniel bell outside of football is blank uh okay <laughs> this is interesting i'd say an active person um I, I love just being active playing other sports like in the off season uh just like Obviously, I'm not going too hard right now, especially with what's coming up for me. <laughs> but all the past four years, I like playing intramural basketball, intramural hockey. Um, I like going just for, like for walks. Um, obviously, lifting. So I just say uh, I'm extremely active, even when I uh, done with football. Uh, after my career, I'm planning on doing something, whether it's uh, personal training or just something along the lines of. Just staying in shape and being an active person. All so right. It sounds like you're into a variety. Quick one before we let you go here. Sorry, I got one more because it does sound like you are a a, uh, a pretty big sports fan. If you're playing intramural basketball, intramural hockey, obviously, you know, you're uh, a pretty decent safety for, for Mount A as well. But uh, it seems like you are a big, big sports fan. So give me your quick picks for the Super Bowl the Stanley Cup, and the Larry OB in the NBA this year? Oh, um, okay. This is like so, your exit card for us. Yeah. This might, this might be it slanted, though, because if I'm not mistaken, Maritime is big, like, Massachusetts, Boston area sports yeah. space, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> so I'm not going to lie, NBA, I really don't follow that much uh, okay. as of recently. Um, I So I can tell you, like, even all like right, right. right now. Um in terms of let's go NHL, uh, I'm gonna have my boys, the Leafs. Uh, we're gonna take it all the way this year. This is our year. <laughs> You're a Leafs fan all the way out there on the on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Been a, been a diehard Leafs fan my whole life. A lot of disappointing moments, but uh, <laughs> yeah, fair gotta, enough. Gotta keep having faith. Uh, and then Super Bowl, I'm gonna go with the 49ers. Uh, okay. I think after their win yesterday, they're just looking um, unbeatable. So. But we'll see what happens. Again, uh, we all know with the sport of football, you know, anything can happen in a, a quarter or a half. So uh, it'll be a good game nonetheless. Very excited to watch. Oh, did you hear that? Anything can happen in a quarter. Your Lions oh, found getting, that out pretty yeah, quick. Yeah, I was getting year. flashbacks to the uh, the Brandon Ayuk play last night. I'm a huge Lions fan, <laughs> so that was a tough one for me to watch. Yeah. I texted Wade. I don't know if you're familiar with the play. You may or may not be, but I texted Wade, and I was like, this is giving me like – Nate Bahar Panda game flashbacks here. Yeah, yeah, I've heard. Yeah. Okay, okay. But thank you so much for taking the time 
uh, we really appreciate you joining us and uh, you know, we're really pulling for you in the draft process here. So good luck with everything that you got coming up. Yeah, I know. I appreciate it guys. Uh, yeah. Appreciate the time. I never saw you leave and it was late at night. I could be wrong, but I know that you have never been right. Someone said you vanished, but he was cooked. I'm sure there was some details that he overlooked. So get specific. Give me time. I could never keep track of mine. What's on the menu for today?